Good Shabbos, Shalom Aleichem. <clears throat> if I sound congested or messed up, it's because I just finished a fitness competition. And yes, I am actually doing this on a Friday because I procrastinated. So I hope you guys had a great week and I hope you're ready to not quote TikTok, but I'm actually going to break down how I've hit, I did hit, I'm out of it, a midlife, a <laughs> shit, a quarter life crisis an identity crisis, but I got through it and had like this, you could say it was a little awakening part two. Um, I've already gotten very philosophical, but it's, it's happened again. Let's go. Okay, gang, in the car, heading to light candles at Alyssa's and host the Mishpoche. Both our parents are Altain, Altainin, and our Orim Padres. <laughs> you know how it is. Anyways, let's kick this off. You're probably wondering, what the hell was I building all the suspense for? Well, I was thinking once again about my my Yiddishkeit. That's Yiddish for Judaism. The Jewishness, you could say. And I'm in a unique situation, everyone. For those just figuring this out and learning, there's different sects of Judaism, like anything, right? And you got Reform, Conservative, or uh, Reconstructionist, or whatever, and Orthodox. <clears throat> my mother converted to Judaism. That's why I was raised the Jewish way, because my mother loves Judaism. My father's born Jewish. So I was raised by two, well, my father didn't raise me, but I was raised by Jewish parents, mainly my mother. But she she converted to conservative Orthodox. She went to a conservative shul. So a rabbi of the conservative movement converted her. And my whole life, I was, eh, whatever, cool, cool, cool. And then... I I went, I became, so I'm 27 right now. This is like seven years ago. I was just wrapping up school and I went to Chabad and I started getting really involved. And I learned that the Orthodox do not see conversions through conservative Judaism as kosher. So then I started, I was talking to the rabbi there and I started learning about all this. I'm learning what I can't do, what I can do, because I'm not seen as a Jew. I am, by, by the Orthodox, I'm not Jewish to Israel and the rabbinate there. The rabbinate is the rabbis that control the government, or not control, but a part of the government, you could say, and have their own court system, blah, blah, blah. They don't see me as Jewish. <clears throat> so I can't get married in Israel. I can't rap to fill in, according to the Orthodox. I can rap to fill in with my conservative, Achim, <laughs> but not, and then my reform friends as well, but not with the Orthodox. And the list goes on. My kids can't sign my name at the Bima. I... I can't do brachot on foods. I can't keep Shabbos. I can't. There's a million things that I, I can't do. I can't do kiddush for somebody, which you're wondering what these are, but it doesn't matter. Point being is that's an identity crisis. My whole life, I am a Jew. I'm a Yid. Mamisha, a Yid, Tachlis. Like, you got to understand, this is like someone, again, just being like, eh, you're not Canadian. You can't do Canadian things now because we found out you're not Canadian, even though your whole life you grew up there everything I actually talked about this with my Venezuelan teacher about like it'd be like someone who w went born in no grew up in Venezuela since they were a month old and they find out because they technically don't have citizenship because they technically weren't born there they can't do what other Venezuelans can do despite looking Venezuelan because they're half Venezuelan speaking the language understanding culture everything they understand right and they've done everything Venezuelan I've done everything Jewish I look partially Ashkenazi because I am, and my mother's side even has roots from around there, right? So I look Ashkenazi, I speak Ashkenazi, I, I know a bunch of Yiddish, I know a bunch of Hebrew, 
I, I love the holidays. I keep Shabbos. I, I do everything, right? So you got to understand, this is literally a perfect analogy. And <coughs> excuse me. And it took me super by surprise. And I can convert to Orthodox Judaism if I want, right? And then boom, it's done. I'm, I'm a converted Jew in their eyes. So I'm, I'm one member of the tribe to them, even though I already am technically, you know? And it's weird. That's You're probably wondering, what the hell is going on with Halacha? Halacha is Jewish law. What's going on that... Why Zev, your dad's Jewish, so you're not Jewish? What does that mean? And it's because in Judaism, it's all through the mother. Now, by the way, if you've made it this far, you're wondering, what is this spiritual awakening? What What is it that I realized? Because for the last six years, I've been really struggling with this. And at first, I accepted. I was, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm not Orthodox. not going to live Orthodox. But then I really wanted to go to Israel. And that's where I started thinking about it more. I'm like, oh, I actually might, this might affect me, seriously, if I go to Israel. Uh, same with, I, I, there are some people I've met and talked to that I really liked. And I was thinking like, oh, what if I have a, a marriage, a Jewish marriage? Like, what if I want to get married to a Jew, which I do, but what if we want it done with um, a rabbi that isn't conservative for some reason? Let's say I'm living in a different place. Or I want to do certain things that Orthodox do at weddings. I don't know. Anyways, this became a problem. And then, and then I started to actually question my own identity. I'm like, what the hell? Why do I even, why do I even celebrate the Chagim, the holidays? Why do I even eat kosher? Why do I even keep shop? Why do I do anything if I'm not a Jew? And I was resisting. There was pain there, right? Because I was resisting. And then I started resenting others. I started looking at others and envying them, not admiring them. There's a difference between envy and admiration. Remember that. And I started looking at Jews in my life and people with Jewish families, fully Jewish families, both sides Jewish, and thinking, I wish, I wish I had that. Why not me? Boo-hoo. And I got sad and I started grieving and I was like, and every time I saw these people, I would, you know, really wish I was them. I literally wish I was them. And then I had to realize, wait, Zev, there's so many blessings I have that others don't. That There are so many Jews out there that couldn't give a shit if they were Jewish and would easily, quickly trade that identity for my financial situation, for my job. I love my job, for my relationships in my life, for being close with my family, right? For being, having siblings I'm super close with. The list goes on that other people don't have who are Jewish and they couldn't care less. So let's get to this awakening. Is, and, and I hope this helps people who have made it to my podcast because acceptance is so tough and easier said than done. And there's a same Eckhart Tolle. You either leave the situation, change the situation, or accept the situation. All else is madness. Really rewind this and say that again. Like really listen to what I just said. Because I could either leave Judaism completely, right? Boom, problem solved. Change the situation, go convert, which I, I probably will one day just because. Or accept it. And that, I've done that. That's the thing. This is what, I'm, this is what I've been hyping up, folks. A friend of mine, uh, Nate, a personal trainer as well, he said, Zev, you know, this was a long time ago. He said, Zev, you got to use the ammo against, you got to, what do you say? You got to use what people say, like, and, and own it. So it's not ammunition. There, that's what it was. Because think about this. Someone's short, right? Let's say they're insecure about their height and they're getting picked on, on at the playground. Instead of being like, you know, stop, shut up. You're stupid. Why are you saying that? It's, it's, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And then, and you, it takes the power away. So for example, people being like, you're not a Jew, you're not this. And me being like, I wish I was, I'm resisting reality. I say, okay. So my reality right now is that there's a group of Jews that don't see me as Jewish. There's a group of Jews that do. That's reality. There's no such thing as good or bad. That is how it is. 
I am a Jew to some and not a Jew to others. That is who I am. I have to embrace who I am. I can't resist this anymore. And so the power, when I started flipping the script and just saying that, that's it. My life still stays the same. So someone wants to call me something. Someone wants to call me something else. My life is the same. My life does not change. Other, some people think me wrapping tefillin, me keeping kosher, me keeping Shabbos. They think, some people will think that's kosher. Some won't. I can't control other people. I'm going to keep doing what brings me simcha and nachis, pride and happiness, right? Folks, when you radically accept, and I was thinking about this in the car before I, I opened this podcast up, I was thinking, I I thought I was accepting, but you truly, truly have to throw old identity out the window, truly throw it out the window and accept that some people are going to like you, some will hate you regardless. And so now I realize I have control. I'm going to convert one day probably. Uh, very, very high chance. But when I convert, I'm telling myself, Zev, you're just making a, a, a small group of Jews think you're Jewish. That's it. You are right now this 50-50 human. And, and it's crazy when I zoom out and realize, <laughs> and I laugh and go, life is all so superficial. All these forms, identities, beliefs are so superficial. And when I zoomed out and said, Zev, you are more than your identity. You're more than this, you're a Jew and you're a boy and your name's Zev and you're so much more. I'm observing it. And when I threw it all out the window and said, okay, so some people don't think I'm Jewish. Cool. What's the big deal? That's reality. Cool. Cool. I'm observing that fun reality. Like whatever, you know, and it's hard because I really was sad. No, like I was low-key depressed about this thinking like, what's the point? My whole life's been a lie. How come my dad didn't marry a Jewish woman? How come my mom didn't convert to orthodoxy? Like the list went on. I kept just looking in the past and and creating stories that don't actually exist. That's the problem, folks. If you're creating stories about the past or the future, you're not present. When you're not present, you're not peaceful. It is that simple. It is literally that simple. Presence is in the, peace is in the presence. Why? The present moment is infinite. There has never been a beginning and an end to the present moment. It has always just been. Just like a peaceful moment is not good or bad. It just is. It just is. This is why acceptance is peace. And the present moment is a moment you're accepting and at peace with. The present moment is abundant. That is, it's peaceful, truly. It it never, it's, it's infinite. The present moment has everything you need. You don't need anything else in the present moment because you just are. You just are in that moment. Everything just is. And uh, I'm tying this in because when I accepted and, and said, Zev, this is how it is. My identity shed like an old snakeskin. I shed the identity, mamish, tachlis. And that's freedom. Everything slides right off me now because that is not who I am. And I lost that for a sec because our identities are so powerful. There's subconscious identity we have. And I had done all the work, right? All the philosophical work. I had shed my ego a million times over. This one hurt. This was such a deep part of me. It was subconsciously programmed since I was a baby. Mamish, tachlis, since I was a bubbler. That's tough. Think about things in your life that have never changed since you were a baby, right? Think about that. Think about that hard because that is what happened. It was changed for me. It changed. I had to accept a new me. Because I, sl- I, I for a split second lost who I actually was. 
I am not this container, this meat suit, this vessel. I am not that. I'm not my nervous system. I'm not the electricity running through my body, the sodium or potassium creating a pump of electricity. That is not me. I'm the observer, the awareness of all that. I am the one just experiencing. I get to experience life. And, and if, if you are resisting, okay, if you hear everything I'm saying and think, ah, Zev, I, I just can't, I, this is who I am. I, I can't let go of myself. That's resistance. That's not being present because we're scared of a potential future or past. Notice I said scared of a f- potential future and past because it's a story in your head. The past and the future. Mamish is a story in your head. It is not real. When you're resisting, it's an illusion. Pain is an illusion. Identity, form, definition, belief is all an illusion. Because if we didn't create these stories and illusions to create fear, we would not be alive right now. You got to understand, it's part of the complete yin-yang theory of our universe, of our dimensions. Like We need something to have nothing so that nothing can exist and that's the paradox of our reality is that nothing is something because something exists and but for nothing to even be something there has to be a true nothing that's where some people would call it the essence god infinity the universe you hear all these phrases it doesn't matter i couldn't care less because anytime we open our mouth and describe this stuff we are once again in the manifested the physical world with beliefs, forms, definitions, ideologies, all the physical, tangible stuff that we've created as an illusion. Peace is in acceptance of, and and acceptance is not just, I agree. Yep, I agree with what that person, go deep. Shedding any form, belief, definition, or at least observing it, because you're always going to be in it. We're we're stuck in in, uh, four dimensions, or three dimensions, whatever. Gang, I, I'm going to start repeating myself because I am very passionate about this, but I can't tell you enough. You are more than the form, ideology, belief, definition, okay, and construct. You're more than the physicality. You're way more than your body, way more than what the words you hear in your head, which have been fed to you and taught to you, okay? We've been conditioned, but you're the observer of all this conditioning, all this programming like a computer. We are walking around like zombies with a computer chip in us pumping out code that someone else programmed and they learned how to program us from their programming and then it never ends since we were stardust i'm losing you probably but gang it was really this little awakening was so refreshing and liberating and i was so sad and 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 i feel bad saying this but even my girlfriend my my dad's side of the family her fam my girlfriend's family she's jewish it all reminded me of this pain. And then I realized, Zev, what the hell? Embrace that I am a non-Judah Orthodox and a Judah conservative people. Simple as that. It is literally, and so I just like, oh, that is me. There's nothing to resist anymore because that is what is. That's just what is. At least for me and my beliefs and what I've been taught, that is what is. And so I can't control what people think about that reality. I can control that I can still be grateful, wrap to fill and keep shops, do all these things that give gratitude to me. I can do all of that. I can still do everything just like you. I want to help you. I want you to realize you can live your life in the best way while accepting reality. Resistance is our ego needing separateness. 
our ego, our self-talk wants to be separate so bad. And that's what resistance is, is creating stories to separate us as no, you are this. You can't be X, Y, Z because you are this. That is what you are. That's what our ego says. And we resist. And so we keep getting hit with reminders that we're not what our ego says. And that's, and our ego doubles down and hits us with pain. And our ego says, you're not, you're, that's a void that you need. You need to not fall into that void. Get out, get out. And that's the, the fight or flight. That's that nervous system being heightened. And it's like, get out of there. That place you're in, that mindset you're in is, and people hear that get out. And it gets so radical of that ego saying, get out, get out, escape, escape, be safe that they resort to the ultimate peaceful state, death. And that's when people commit suicide. That ego, the self-talk is saying, get out, get out. It's all a threat. Everything's a threat, including my voice is a threat because it's reminding you of the threat. Like, and it never, and the person drives themselves mashuga and kills himself. Truly, it's a dark, dark, I know that went dark, but I'm just saying folks, oh, I can't, I can't say it enough. You are not the voice. <laughs> Observe it and just, and then literally own everything not just own everything that you're insecure about and fearful of. Cause I was so insecure of like, I'm not a Jew. What I'm living a Jewish life, but I'm not Jewish own it. And now I own it. I own it. And if people want to hate me, I'm that's who I am. I'm owning it. And I don't care. Like, you know, and, and then if you say, uh, I'm owning it, but in your mind, you're like, oh, I'm really insecure. Still double down, double down and don't give a shit anymore <laughs> and truly own it, you know? And, and when you wear it as a badge, no one can use it against you. When you wear that suit, no one can hold it against you. No one can use that ammo against you when you hold it. You know what I mean? When you own it, it can't be held against you or used against you. I hope this helped and, and it feels good because now I can give love. I, for a brief second there, I wasn't able to give true love. And, and you can't fake that, people. You cannot fake it. I'm telling you. You got to own up, accept and then you can give true love and it's all easier said than done trust me I tried for years and finally this feels so good it's a breakthrough for me so anyways and now and and, and the weight's off and when I do convert again because it's probably gonna happen I'm doing it out of a place of like again for fun because life is just for fun we're experiencing everything just for fun does that make sense like it's all just for fun <laughs> don't take it so serious I get to experience this life. There's so many people will never, ever understand what this experience I'm having on this planet's like. They're having other experiences. And and that's the beauty. It's a one-of-one one experience I get here. A true one-of-one. One. And you have a one-of-one one experience. So, folks, good Shabbos. Shalom Aleichem. Mamish. Shalom Aleichem. Peace be upon you is what I'm saying. Peace be upon you. Shalom Aleichem. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. I really wish you the best. I love you all. If my ancestors are watching this and you're a child of a convert or you're thinking like any situation, I really know that I have the deepest love for you, my future relatives. Truly, I'm here for you. And this, I hope this resonates. Oh. Anyways, I'm out of here. Take care, folks. Love you all. Zev Weiser signing off.